First, I want to thank all of you for being on this morning. Today, well, this morning, we will be discussing where does God's help come from? We've been dealing with message to the black man. Uh, we've we've read the the following chapters. We've read um, who is that mystery God, God part one and two. Is God a spirit or a man? We've read the coming of God. Is he a man or a spirit? Um, next chapter we got to get into is the origin of God as a spirit, not a man. We'll probably get to that on Monday. Today we're going to uh, today we are going to cover another video just to drive home a little bit more the reality of God of not being uh, a, a spook. But in reality, uh, in man. So we're going to listen to a video of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Then we're going to give our our feedback here on the Zoom. Let's get started with prayer. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful. Surely I'm being turned unto thee, striving to be upright to him who originated the heavens and earth. And I, and I am not... a among the polytheists. Surely my prayer, my sacrifice, my life, my death are all for Allah, the lowest of the worlds. No associate has he, this I am commanded, and I am of those who submit. O Allah, thou art the king, there is no God but thee, thou art my Lord, and I am thy servant. I've been unjust in myself, and I confess my faults. So please grant me protection against all my faults, for none grants protection against faults but thee. And guide me into the best of mores, for none can guide me into the best of mores but thee. And turn away from me the even the indecent mores, for none can turn away from me the even the indecent mores but thee. And know Allah bless Muhammad and bless the true followers of Muhammad. Is thou that bless Abraham and the true followers of Abraham? For sure that thou art praiseworthy and magnified. And know Allah make Muhammad successful and make the true followers of Muhammad successful. As thou that make Abraham and the true followers of Abraham successful. For sure that thou art praiseworthy and magnified. Amen. All right, all right, all right, let's go. Y'all ready this morning? Listen, before we get started this morning, I just wanna I just wanna put something on your hearts and your minds as we talk about the reality of God. Many of you all want a, a new better position in life, a new better condition in life. Well, hopefully you do. And uh today is Saturday. Um, and I know some people are gonna take the day off today. So I might even play what a minister talked about what the real Sabbath day is. I probably won't go there. But I will say this. Uh, I want us to check and see uh, what what type of goals have we accomplished. Um, I, I hear people all the time, and I'm pretty sure y'all have heard it as well. Man, where was God during this? Man, when we was going through this and we was going through that, where was God? Well, we're going to find out if we're going to talk about that today. But many people are still saying that today. They still praying to God to change their condition today. And I'm sure you all know, but here's just a reminder that faith without works is dead. So today is Saturday. I want us to all analyze at some point today what goals that I have for this week and what did I accomplish? What problem were we striving to solve within our own lives and what did we accomplish? If we uh, have lived another week of going to work, coming home, eating, 
going to work, coming home, eating, and repeating that process over and over again. But we never really looked at, okay, what's my real vision? What's my goal for my life? How do I want to improve? And today I can analyze what practical steps that I've taken to move my life closer to my dreams. We need to stop today and really analyze what am I going to do this upcoming week starting tomorrow to take back control of my life because there is no mystery guy that's going to magically change my life, make it better, make it more peaceful, make it more wealthy, whatever, without us actively doing something, changing our mindset and changing our actions. So if we have not done that this week, let this be the last week that we continue to let life happen to us and let's go create the life that we want. All right, so let's go go ahead and get started with a message from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan speaking on the reality of God. You really need God in your life. And I'm not talking about no spook God. I'm talking about the reality of a real God. God is as real as you are sitting there and I'm standing here. If you want something done, you don't ever call a spook. Try it sometime. What? Plumbing ain't working, call God. Electricity went out, call God. But where is it? If I don't call a man who got a plumbing license, my damn sink, toilet, everything will not be working. Now Muslims, Look at the prayer. Allah is he upon whom we all depend. Showing you that you and I are created complete yet incomplete. So we can never be completely independent because we are created by God to depend on him. Now watch this, watch this. How many of you in here are rappers? Rappers. Can I see your hand? Raise them high, rappers. You mean you ran out of business already? Look, and I know some of you are spitting real good. Not, not that. But you're rapping. When you meet a Kendrick Lamar, how is he as a rapper? You ain't talking. How many of you sing? You do? Beautiful voice? If you met Aretha, how did you act? Come on. You start bowing. And some of you wouldn't bow because you think you're better than she. I understand. So when you think like that, 
but you can't prove it like that boy was fighting last night. I don't know who saw the fight, but I saw the fight. That boy was talking trash to our brother. Oh, he was going to do this. He was going to do that. Did you see uh, Kabi? Who? Khabib. Did you see Khabib? With, what's that boy's name? Yeah. You know how he walk. choked him out. You talk about tapping. This was no slow tap. Because my man was trying to choke the life out of him. See, when you meet your superior, you know it. And nature in you starts you bowing. That's because you're born to recognize God and you're born to bow to God when you meet him. And in every field, there's somebody that's at the top of the chart. And God is the supreme of all beings, yet a being. Now I'm going to close. Wow. Look at that. All right, y'all. Little small, little short clip, but jam-packed. So if you got something that you would like to share here on the Zoom, just press the number one. Uh, if you all are listening on YouTube or Facebook, remember, if y'all look at the little thing scrolling at the bottom, you know we got the official news, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the God news, though, okay? Scrolling at the bottom, text the word NATION. To 833-276-7174 Again, it's scrolling at the bottom And uh, it'll give you the Zoom link To come right on here with us every morning To share your thoughts and give your feedback uh, We got first up Brother Brother Nurse Earl Brother Nurse Earl, you should be able to uh, Unmute yourself and share Alright, peace fam Come lay them Salam Yes, sir. And I just want to say with the, what he was just talking about with uh, Khabib versus McGregor. Um, I don't know if all, all you know the history. Um, Khabib was a Muslim fighter. He came in, dominated the champ, came in, dominated the whole ranks, and uh, he walked away. And uh, uh, he said he didn't want to, uh, you know, he didn't want to deviate. So he just stayed on the straight path. He kept going with his life, you know, his Muslim life and just walked away from the sport. They said they offered him like millions, like a hundred million dollars or something. And uh, he just walked away from it. So just wanted to share that. Yes, sir. Thank you for that history. Anybody else would like yes. to share? Yeah. Anybody else would like to share something that stood out to them? Sister Randisha. 
Assalamualaikum. I think when the minister was talking about like, you know, spitting, although he did do the gesture of, you know, spitting on the floor, it's like, you know, what is coming out of our mouths when we are actually talking about rap? When he asked everybody, like, are you a rapper, you know? And he asked, is the job dead? I think that he was actually given an, um, an interpretation of, you know, of waking up the people. So that's just one of the notes that I took. Like, you know, are we rapping to wake the, um, the people that are physically dead in our music, how rap used to be conscious, or are we still trying to keep them at the state and condition that they're still currently in? So that was something that stuck out to me. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for sharing. Uh, Sister Sabrina. Assalamu alaikum, Brother Ben and family. What stood out to me the most was when the minister said to call on God, call on Allah for all of your needs. He's, he's always there. We should always call on him no matter what, for whatever we need. There's no friends, no anyone besides him. So that took, that stood out the most for me. Always call on Allah. Thank you. Yes, Something that stood out to me was, uh, which actually reminded me of our lessons when it asked the question, would you sit around or wait on a mystery God to bring you food? And the answer is, emphatically no if we are if my family is hungry and i pray and sit here waiting on some god to bring me some food at my door we're gonna be hungry fasting for a few months probably a few years maybe somebody may notice i'm sick or i don't know may bring some but the god he ain't bringing me nothing no spook is dropping no food off he said it's going to come through a human being. He said if his toilet plumbing is messed up, you got to call on a man. Now, the reality of God, as we read, is that spirit is coming through another man. He mentioned uh, Aretha Franklin and someone who's basically superior in their lane. You bow to them. Many of us, when we see them, we're mesmerized by them. Now, some of us want to act like we, oh, I'm not starstruck when I see somebody. We act like we can't be, be excited when we see someone who have greatness. You know, we try to be hard. But naturally, when you are inspired by somebody and motivated by somebody, you bow to them. You are, wow, you know, you, you mesmerize. You're, you're mesmerized with the God within them, how they're able to take something in their mind and bring it into reality, how they're able to use the force and power, which is God within themselves to, you know, create a life for themselves. You know, you, you're, you're inspired by that creativity because naturally we know that that same power is within us. So I like how he's speaking on the reality when you want something done, you got to tap into the God in other human beings, not tapping into the spook in the sky or some spirit alone spirit is dependent on the actual material so if we want change in our life we have to get changed through the god working through other human beings um brother samuel so i'm like a family <laughs> you know uh what i have to say really goes in line with what you said um when you when you have to start thinking about the fact that in order to take over a world, 
you know, we was talking to there's no no mind will ever outstrip the mind of Master Farah Muhammad. That his mind, his thoughts will rule the world, will be the basis of the, the human being's thinking forever. So he is here to solve the solutions of the world's problems. The world got problems, and then beyond that, not just solving the, the immediate problems, you know what I'm saying, the contemporary problems, but he's going to solve problems that will exist, you know, millions and trillions of years into the future. That means new electricity. That means new uh, way of feeding, right? That new that means new nutrients. That means new education, right? So <clears throat> I just want to encourage the believers that our job, like when we when I'm sending somebody uh, to work, or when you think about a business, you know, and I believe you said this. You said wherever there's value, there's wealth. So wherever your mind your mind is able to solve the problems of somebody, then you have value. Well, our minds are designed to be those problem solvers in this world today, based upon his thinking. And I just was trying to uh, buy this house, and inside it was some secret plumbing problems that they weren't telling me about, right? So immediately I got on the phone and I called the plumber because it's going to prevent me from closing, right? So I had to get an expert. There's nothing that I could do. I got some brothers, some Honduran brothers that do work. They're good, but they're not an expert in plumbing. So I had to check in. I had to bow down. I had to pay the price, right? Gain knowledge and gain insight in order to execute the deal. And I think so many of us don't think like that. Now, Louis Farrakhan said, when it comes to going to school, he said, don't go, don't go to school and argue with your professor. He said, listen. He said, gain their insight. He said, then stand on their shoulders and see beyond them. This is what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad wrote in theology. Then stand on their shoulders and see beyond them because we can. Our wisdom is beyond theirs. But you got to get a foundation first. So to me, that's what that meant. You know, our, our minds is designed. And we we are a counter movement. We're a counter movement to this world. So we're argumentative. Our, the, the job of the Mahdi and the Messiah is to kill the cross and to break the swine. We're here to bust some stuff up. And, and that's how we go. And that's cool. Because that's what we're supposed to do. However, before we can, you know, build and destroy number eight, you can't build without a foundation of information that allow you to take the world further. And there's too many basic things that we, we, we can't do as a society. Like we got to learn how to run a farm. We got to learn how to run a factory. We got to learn how to run a school. We got to learn how to run a medical institution, how to run a hospital. This is stuff you can't fake. Like the white man ain't faking. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, study the white man because he makes no excuses for failure. Well, that means he has a capacity to run institutions. And this is where we have to go in order to build the world that we have to build and to solve the world's problems because we got the information on that level but we don't have the basic capacity nation building information that's what time it is thank you yes sir thank you for sharing the honorable Elijah Muhammad and our savior has arrived said uh, we are all Allah's and we call uh, the supreme Allah, the supreme being. What are y'all thoughts on that? Anybody want to share y'all thoughts on that person number one? And our Savior has arrived. He said we are all Allah's. And the supreme among us is the supreme 
being because it goes into what the minister said uh towards the end of that of that message and i'm i'm gonna play it again what the minister said towards the end because my man was trying to choke the life out of it see when you meet your superior you know it and nature in you starts you bowing that's because you're born to recognize God and you're born to bow to God when you meet him and in every field there's somebody that's at the top of the chart and God is the supreme of all beings yet a being so what's y'all thoughts anybody press number one brother Samuel go ahead yes that's one of my favorite topics so when you start thinking about the mind of Master Farah Muhammad, none of the other scientists could tune in on him. They could see so far into the future, because we write our history 25,000 years in advance, but they couldn't see beyond a certain point, right? He could see beyond a certain point. They couldn't understand why he wanted to come to America. This death camp, right? This land where it was a house of rebels. The Native American from India, he rebelled. He got sent over here. You know, the uh, came across the Bering Straits. The Caucasian, he sent his prisoners, right? And then Shabazz's children. We all were, it was a house of rebels, right? So they was like, why do you want to go over there? And he could see far beyond their minds. So he had an idea. Right. Just like just like Shabazz had an idea, just like Yakub had an idea. And he had to move on this idea, even though the other scientists disagreed with him. So therefore, the scientists, when they're making the decision, they take a vote. It's called a sure. Right. But the honorable master for Muhammad was able to see beyond that thought processes because he's a man, a God, the God of the future. He is the supreme being, the supreme knower. So they can't tune in on him. He can tune in on them, but they can't tune in on him. They don't have the capacity to plumb the depths of his thinking, let alone us. Like, they, these are the circle of gods. And I remember one time, and I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, but Donald Lewis Farrakhan talked about how would you feel if you had a secret for so long and somebody revealed your secret, you know, for, for 66 trillion years? And then somebody, and he revealed a secret to the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. They didn't believe he could, he could raise that, that, that he could raise up the black. But when he found the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, he began his work. He did it before then, but he really poured into him for, you know, two, two plus years, day in and day out before he left. Then he opened up that secret to the whole world through the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. So I'm saying that to say that his mind is backing not only the most honorable Elijah Muhammad's resurrection, he's the first of them that slept, but he's backing ours. And his mind is intimately involved in every single one of our lives. Brother Jabril said it's 144,000 of us that are called, that we are pre genetically predisposed to recognize the honorable Louis Farrakhan, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and Master Farrakhan. 
our minds is genetically predisposed to identify and then not just see them, right? But to see ourselves and to become who Allah intended us to be. So we have the supreme beings, mind backing our backing every atom of creation and backing our evolution into Godhead. And that they, they they never believed that could happen. But he knew what they knew not. That's it. New new science, new food, new technology. So it's a whole new civilization on the wheel. Right. And I'm not gonna go deep into that without no background knowledge, right? Without giving us some context, but he have a new world that we're 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 designed to walk into and to help produce. Can you the eye is not here, nor is it seen, nor has it entered to the mind of man what the hereafter is to look like. Except that man. Can you go deeper into what Brother Jabril broke down on the hundred and forty four thousand? Somebody asked me about the hundred and forty four thousand recently. Can you go into what he was saying again there? Yes, sir. Well, um, you know, the mother wheel in the book of Revelations is one hundred and forty four thousand. That's designed to recognize the Messiah and walk with the Messiah. It's 12 gates in that wheel in the book of Revelation. And there's a stone in each gate. You know, people studying stones and gemstones right now. They talk about Sardis and Jasper and the energy and crystals. Mother Tynetta went into it, right? So you read unveiling the number 19. She talked about the value of the crystal skulls and just that and the third. So there's value in things that used to be alive that are dead or appear apparently dead, but are like through heat and time been pressed, pressured to make a particular type of stone. So opal, jasper, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Now, each type of believer to me, this is my interpretation. This is strictly my interpretation. There's different types of believers that get into that wheel. But it's 144,000. It's 12,000. This part is not my interpretation. It's 12,000 that's designed to get in each gate. And I heard Brother Jabril say that we are genetically pre, and this was in Tighten Up the House, that we are genetically predisposed to recognize the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, Master Father Muhammad, that when we see them, it's going to, we, we will identify who they are, just like the moment of love when the Honorable Elijah Muhammad saw Master Father Muhammad and he knew exactly who he was. He had no guessing, there was no plan. It was instant, it was a, it called it, he called it a night of love. Same thing with the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. They got up that same day. But the Honorable Elijah Muhammad saw him and he went in his brain, right? He was sitting low and Minister Farrakhan was up in the balcony and he, he went up in Minister Farrakhan's mind and he said to him, you know, take these teachings that I have. Don't worry about how I'm saying it. He said, worry about what I'm saying and take these teachings and put it in your uh, fine language, right? And take them everywhere. So that's 144,000 moments. Love at first sight, right? Minister Farrakhan, of course, he had to circle back to the mosque. He had to come back to uh, Boston and, you know what I mean, to, to, to get reinvited. But he accepted on that day. And there are those of us who hear the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. We're going to start having dreams about him, business about him, just instant list of love. He's going to satisfy, he gonna satisfy our problems. My problem was that I didn't have a father. He became, I had eight men that I called my father. PhD, street dudes, drug addicts, uh, martial arts instructors. I, I had a whole, and they all, I chose every one of them for a reason. But when I met Donald Lewis Farrakhan, he was a father that I never had. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted him to teach me how to be a man. And I felt like everything I wanted to know was in him. So I started drinking his mind in, right? So that's that's what 144,000 do. And I, I pray a lot and I qualify, right? But 
when you see him, you're going to recognize him. So we was given these instructions. When you see him, hear him. Whatever he say, do where he go. Go stay from, stay from. That's the challenge. So we can become one with the mind that we meant to walk with. Mm. That's that's the extent of it. Yes, sir. Thank yes, you for sir. sharing. Well, hopefully I qualify yes, as well, man, because I I'd have had no whole lot of pushback, man, when I heard these teachings. I was like, well, man, I kind of already think like that. <laughs> before, yeah. I, before I hit the joint, man, I just shoot. We got a uh, brother, brother Wesley. Press number one. Go ahead. Assalamualaikum, fam. Uh, the point I wanted to go to was back to your question in reference to um, us all being uh, one of Allah's or being of God, being that we are in that likeness of God, and we carry one of those attributes. We can take on those those titles or those names. But Allah is the ultimate or the supreme title of that name or the expressing or the fullness of that name. Um, and it just comes back to just realizing our connection. We talked about it on, on, on several of these calls in reference to connecting back to that source and understanding that though we are made in the likeness of God and we, we have the attributes of God, we still have to submit to the ultimate or the supreme God, Allah, in order to fulfill the purposes that we have within ourselves. So then getting back to collaboration though we have these attributes that for this comes from the collection so just collaborate with our brothers and sisters the strengths and the weaknesses that we all have they come together to connect the whole so just getting back to that connection and getting back to our brothers and sisters and making a family so that we can really build this nation the way we need to and not just relying on ourselves where we can get depleted where if we connect with our brothers they may pull and strengthen us when we may feel weak so that was really my purpose mm. that makes me think uh Hey, you talked about we still submit to that supreme God, although we are gods. That the minister's example was about rappers or someone who does music or someone who does plumbing. It makes me think how many of us are striving to submit to the supreme being in our field. Or are we spooky and be trying to still submit to some spook in the sky? Like if I'm trying to, if I'm in a particular field and I need help. I'm going to find the supreme being and, and submit to him or her so I can grow. Like, have we? I wonder, do we think like that after we come into this knowledge Like, okay, God works through human beings, even the Bible before I came into these teachings or before you even came into these teachings, say, don't you know that you are the real temple of God, the spirit of God dwells within you? How many of us are really looking at our lifestyle and saying, man, where do I need growth at? Where do I need help at and who is the supreme being? And submit and bow. If you don't know, find them and submit. That's how you change your life. That's how we grow. But we don't do that. We're, we're, we're depending on just ourselves and prayer when the prayer may have already been answered because you have access to someone who is more supreme than you that you can be bowing to, not worshiping their flesh. So don't get it twisted. I'm not saying worship the flesh, everything they tell you to do, do. But in that particular field, they are God in that field. They are supreme amongst the gods that, that y'all, the group that y'all may have, they are supreme and y'all should be, or we should be submitting to them. And we do that over and over and over again. If I'm trying to get my health right, okay, who is supreme that I know? that I need to submit under so they can get my health right. If I'm trying to get fit, who's who, who is it? If I'm trying to get my mental health, who is it? 
from trying to get my clothes right. Shoot, who is who is it? I need to get my upgrade my clothing. So life really becomes simple and easy when we think like that. But when we don't understand the reality of God, we'll sit back thinking, well, I just don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Yeah, you don't know what to do. Yes, I don't know what to do. Let's go find out, though. And technology makes that that much easier. Instead of using technology to find out who done got to who got a divorce on the shade room and who's in the Illuminati and which ones is in the boule and which ones done been bought and paid for. We know everything about everybody else. We know how to research. We know how to sneak a scoop. We know how to snoop around about everything else but ourselves. We can go find out what's going on in a celebrity life in three days. But our own life, it takes us months, years to just go figure something out. Why is that? Do we really believe God works through human beings? Like we can say, we can quote, we gods. Boy, we show is kings and queens. But how many of us, are our life reflects that or really believes that? And sometimes because we don't believe that we ourselves can be better or, or our gods, uh, we, don't even, we don't even do the prerequisite research or looking for to improve our life because we settle and we don't think we're supposed to be any better. So I ain't looking anyway because I feel like I'm not really a God. I can say it. I hear y'all speaking on the Zoom about it, but I, I ain't nothing. So we really got to do the work with ourselves and really find out like what am I what do I really believe and what do I really want? So that's just my two cents. Anybody else want to share before we close? Cause we got to end right at seven this morning. Anybody else? We got 30 minutes. Uh, but anybody else have anything that they would like to share? Anything stood out to you? Anything that you would like to add? If something is touching your spirit, please don't hold it in because you never know by what you sharing. It may be touching somebody. So if something is hitting your mind, like, man, go ahead and unmute and say it. Go ahead and press the number one and share it. You never know who it's going to be for. If not, for those who are listening on YouTube, if you all would like to come on and you would like to share something in the morning, text the word NATION to 833-276-7174. Usually Monday through Friday, we are on at 6 o'clock Central Time. Sometimes I may push it back, you know, like today. Yesterday we didn't have it, so we're making that day up um, this morning, um, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m., Central Time, we also have a uh, uh, a group chat. Uh, Sister Joyce, uh, do you want to unmute and share that, Sister Joyce? Yes, I'm listening. Yes, sir. Uh, just, you know, us to look at your, the purpose. What is our purpose? And then what is the meaning of made in the image and likeness of God? Like, how do we fulfill that? How do we actually walk, you know, in that, that particular um, manner, that particular way? What is our understanding when it comes to um, those questions? Like, how do we perceive ourselves? How do we see ourselves in the image and likeness of Allah God? What is it that we need to do or should be doing 
in terms of our thinking, our mind, because the mind controls our actions. So mm-hmm. we should always have the remembrance of Allah in order to carry out those particular functions. So it's, you know, it comes with discipline. And just being aware of who who is God, who is Allah. So I just wanted to um, say that. Yes, ma'am. Thought pro- thought provoking questions. No, don't never mind me, Cam. Cam, brother Cam, I know you got something to say. Come on, brother Cam, you been in ministry class. No, don't try to never mind now. Come on. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, I kind of wanted to just lean into um what uh what sister was saying um just before me, uh sister Joyce, about what is your purpose and what's the meaning of made in the image of God. And I think, you know, once we lean into these teachings, once we lean into what we've been given uh, by the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, you have to have those self-provoking uh, thoughts, like you said, with yourself. You have to have a conversation with yourself and really ask yourself who you are and who is it that you see yourself being, like your true self. And I believe that's where the the process starts when you start to walk in your purpose and become that which you have already in your mind. You have to first think on it. We watched um, the minister in the lecture where he talked about um, your thoughts and um, how you first have to think on a thought um, before you can bring it forth from out of your mind and into a reality. So I believe first, when you see these people, successful people out here, they first started in their mind conceptualizing that successful person in their mind and everything that it would take in order to be that person, everything that was necessary, the steps that was necessary in order to fulfill that. And then they just started walking into it. So when you read books like Secrets of a Millionaire's Mind and things of that nature, he alludes to this process by first starting with the thought in the mind. And then from the thought in the mind, you start acting as if you've already accomplished that said thing. So you already introduce these principles into your life. You already start living a life like the finished product. And as you do that, you start to de- start to develop and you begin to uh, uh, you, you, you begin to um, materialize that which is in your mind and it becomes a physical thing. But you first have to conceptualize and visualize it in your mind and then it will begin to, to develop. The problem with us is that we don't truly, truly believe that we can be what we thought we could be or be what it is that we want to be because we don't see that it's attainable. We don't see how we're able to accomplish that. We don't see that as being our purpose. And I believe a lot of that is from how the world has diminished our ability to imagine. Uh, The world has diminished our ability to believe and to believe in ourselves because as a child, people would ask you, what what is it that you want to be? And you would tell them exactly what it is. You know, your imagination and your mind was so big as a child. But as we grow and got older and went through life and had different things that affected us and traumatized us and the world shaped and molded our minds, it diminished. As I mentioned on the call before, the falsehood of this world diminishes the beauty of the mind and it depletes the power of your ability to bring what's in your mind forward. So 
uh, from that, we have lost the ability to really find our purpose. We have lost the ability to identify with the image and likeness of God because we was taught that we wasn't that. So it's hard for us to identify with that. So I believe we have to start back at the foundation, internalize the teachings, internalize what the minister has given us, and then do that self-work. Do that work that allows you to start to believe in yourself again and see what you see yourself truly as and then begin to conceptualize and bring that into reality. Yes, sir. Thank you for sharing. Uh, Sister Brianna. Assalamu alaikum. How's everyone doing? I was late. I was in the sauna, but I came on right around like 7.30 when you were talking about submission. And last night at study group, now, I don't know what was said, like I said, or like what video is played, uh, but I'm going to just speak what's on my mind, that, you know, I asked, like, how do you know you're submitting, right? Like, how do you know you're on the right path? And one of our speakers said that you're at peace and, like, you'll be living your purpose. And I was like, well, well what if you know your purpose, but you just can't fully fulfill it yet? And he was like, well, that takes time. That takes patience. Even alive we are a part of his perfection process. This was 76 trillion years. So give yourself ease, mm. right? Give yourself mercy because it will take time. And then I was like, okay, so, but still, how, how will you know if you're submitting? And they're like, oh, well, you know, the, the, the devil will try to come after you. Of course, right? So then it's like, all right, so you got, uh, I don't look at things as bad. I look at things as life lessons, but let's just say not so positive things are happening to you. And you're like, oh, well, am I really on that right path? Um, and then I'm not sure. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if everyone on here is, is Muslim or, or nation, uh, but it made me think about the pillars that we have, the five pillars. And if you feel like you're lacking, are you fulfilling all five of your pillars? So that was on my mind. I thank y'all. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Uh, correct me if I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Did he take that seventy six trillion years with himself? Anybody was it with himself? That time period. No, it was with others, right? Like he's just like we're here to help, right? Well, who would? It couldn't have been what what others if it, it took him seventy six that self creation process. Can can I be heard, Brother Ben? Yes, ma'am. This is Sister Zia. Um, if I understand correctly, um, Assalamu alaikum, first of all, if I understand correctly, um, that's 76 trillion years or that period of self-creation, he was all alone. There was, I mean, of course, with the feminine essence within him during that process aiding, but was not yet formed as a physical being, the female. So yeah, that 76 trillion years was if I understand correctly, was total darkness where he was there by himself, creating himself. Um, and that's what I understood. Yes, ma'am. I also had a, hold on, hold another on. thought. I'm going to come mm -hmm. back to you. I want to stay on this topic. I'm going to come right back to you. Hold that thought. Okay. 
Brother Samuel, what's your what's your thoughts on that question? Seventy six trillion years. I mean, six trillion years of making himself out of the first seventy six, mm-hmm. and and then making himself, he was lonely. He wanted somebody to talk to, so he made a woman. So the seventy six trillion years was not by himself. His first act of creation was a woman, a womb to reproduce herself, to communicate with, and to bring his mind some repose and ease. So. The whole 76 was not by itself, just the first six trillion years of self-creation. And immediately thereafter, after he searched himself, and in himself, he found her, that he made her. Now, what that looked like, I don't know. Um, I heard people say, we evolved in our appearance and all of that. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to go no further than that, because I don't know. But I do know that the first thing he did was he made that part of himself that could do that particular job, you know, of, of care for him. Mm. All right, brother. Uh, I mean, sister, sister Golda. Hi, Salam Um, oh, Sorry, I'm out of breath. I'm trying to get dressed at the same time. Um, but I wanted to speak on what the sister was saying about submission and how do you know. Hold on, let's, you... let's come back to that. Yeah. So, yeah, I was going to say circle back around. I mean, after y'all finish that topic. Brother Cam, did you, you did you press one? No. You didn't press no more. All right. So uh, let me see. I'm looking at it right here. All right. So I won't go into that part right there. So the so the so the part the part that I wanted to point out was before he went in and found the best part of himself. And that woman was able to, or feminine part was able to record. Um, it's six trillion years with himself, with himself, with himself, and that's what made me. That's what. That's what. Uh, you know, came to my mind when Sister Brianna was speaking that it was with himself, and many of us don't spend six days with ourselves, studying ourselves to come up with a new creation or to look within ourselves. Um, to develop ourselves and to grow. So if the God, now of course, over time that 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 perfection uh or that process speeds up over time, but man, six trillion years going into that self-creation process, and some of us are not patient enough to take six days studying ourselves, looking to ourselves. Uh, uh, we're talking about being made in the image and likeness. Uh, it says that in the in the scripture that his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. Well, how many days have we spent? I'm talking about just focusing on our own thoughts, focusing on our own ways intentionally, um, really striving to look within ourselves. Uh, because I'm pretty sure that was a lot going on within that six trillion year process of being self-created. Uh, many of us want to be born again, as they say. Many of us want to be recreated or remade since that material we are already here. So I just want to point that out as a reminder of us to be patient with ourselves as we're going through things. It's not going to always be a overnight process it's not going to always be a one week process a couple month process it may take a 
a few years for you to come into your existence. It's going to take you a few years maybe for you to come into your being. And where a lot of us go wrong is we forget that everybody that we probably looking at right now, who we admire, who are in that position of being supreme, it took them years. Many people had, it took them 10 years to have an overnight success. Don't let that go over your head. If many of us are honest with ourselves, if we are sufficient or efficient with something, if we are doing well in something, go look at how long it took us to finally get here to where now it's uh, second nature, to where now it's just my subconscious thinking doing it. Like me, I create content like it's nothing. Like it's, it's I, I do that. But some people struggle with that. They can't, it's, they, man, I've tried to get people to, okay, once a day. They can't do it. But then when I look back at myself, I wasn't posting 10 times a day from the beginning. It was a thought. It was a start process. There was a trial and error period. There was a there was a I had to grow into that. So everybody that we're looking at, maybe online, the reason some of us be to be depressed and the reason some of us be off is because you're comparing yourself to someone who's been doing it consistently for 10 years consistently for 20 years. Eric Thomas, one of the one of my favorite people to listen to, been listening to him since 2013. He talked about what he was doing, teaching and knowledge and motivation. He was doing that well, well, well before he blew up on YouTube. So we think, oh, man, he a couple videos and he blew up. No, he was doing it without us even knowing about it years before that. How long was the minister the minister before he became the minister? How long has he really been in his work? So just want this. I wanted to ask that to remind us of, you know, just being patient with ourselves. Uh, Brother Wesley. I'm sorry. Let's go. It, was it on this particular question? It was yeah. a quick thought on, on what you just said. Um, and I'll keep it real brief. I just wanted to focus on when I first started getting into meditating. When you first start trying to meditate, that first 30 seconds or one minute feels like a lot. But once you start building your capacity and understanding yourself and you start observing yourself, not just in the moment, but looking at everything that's happening and reacting to your body, it becomes that easier. So I just wanted to add on to that. Just as we increase our capacity to the things that we're working and striving towards, it becomes easy over time. Mm. Yes, sir. Sister Zai, you can go ahead. Yes, sir. Thank you. So I had a, a quick thought on um, what, the brother shared in regard to the six trillion years. I would like to know um, where to find that information. But at the same time, I wanted to just add this thought that I recall, I believe it's the message to the black man, where the Honorable Elijah Muhammad stated, we do not know how long it took Allah in the darkness to create form, but we know that that process took place, the whole creation. So just for the sake of being able to read it myself because I've never had that particular information. And I had another thought, but I'll wait um, until you come back around. Mm -hmm. I heard him say uh, that we don't know the form. I remember him saying we don't know the form. And I think this is from uh, our savior has arrived or brother Sam, you can, you can, uh, you can clarify or answer that question if you if you have it. But I recall him being asked about the form at that time. Uh, and I think he said, you know, we don't know. Yes. So may I also um, add my other thoughts that I was 
Sure. It's kind of relevant to this same question mm-hmm. or this point that we're on. So I, I came on this call because, you know, even though, you know, we're talking such great science and knowledge that we have, you know, I find even with myself the challenge of really understanding. And I think some of the believers mentioned in so many words these, these, this type of um, point, uh, but understanding how to really unlock um, and benefit from the genius that you know that is already there. It's not a mystery that it's there, but how to actually unlock it and benefit from it. Maybe that's more so the point of the benefiting from. And, you know, based on this subject that we're on, um, the, I, if I remember a, a verse from the Quran, it says, you know, um, and we adorned the lower heavens with the adornments and it mentions the stars and so forth and i understand that that we as we're saying that we are allah we there is the supreme allah that we're not who is greater in knowledge and wisdom and understanding and force and power we know the originator we know master father muhammad not being the originator but we know what's in him of the originator um, he carries all that wisdom and knowledge now, um, but for ourselves, the, 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 to translate what we're learning, some of us, into actual, um, you know, that we creating. I heard a brother said earlier that we have to grow to be able to have that force and power to actualize and bring institutions in and really establish a nation for ourselves that suffices the needs of all of our brothers and the believers or our people. So that's the area where I kind of trip up. And that's why I came on the call because I'm, you know, you're studying, but you're still trying to learn how to believe enough in yourself. And unfortunately I have to say that to, to actualize what you're learning and, you know, therein lies my problem. So I just wanted to um, um, bring that thought out that it's not, a, it's not that you're not learning. It's now believing enough, as one of the brothers said, to unlock that genius and benefit from it. Uh, tell me something you believe in. Like, the, the, that because you say you're struggling with, okay, I, I got to believe this in myself. What is something that you do believe? I do believe um, in the reality of Allah who came in the person of Master Father Muhammad being man. I absolutely believe in the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, so I'm the on, Messiah, and so forth. Let's, okay, let's start with those two. Why? Why do you believe that? Because of the knowledge and wisdom they gave, they gave us and gave me that so far has so greatly answered the questions to almost anything you have Um you have in terms of society, your life, your family, and so forth, yourself. However, um, it's the answers are there and you see it 100%. You, there's no disputing it. But now it's um, you, <laughs> the self. And I know he says your greatest fight is going to be so yourself. Why do, you, why do you believe it for the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan? What made you believe? Because you could, number one, it it uh, made entire uh, mathematical sense. You could see it. Okay, stop when right it's there. Applied. Okay, stop right there. It made mathematical sense. You can see it. What's something that you believe about yourself? Um, 
I believe I am. <laughs> That's a crazy question, right? Um, well, I know I'm a good artist. That's one thing. I'm a very good artist. I believe I. Um, I don't know. Isn't that crazy? I'm having a tr a little bit of time explaining that. No. Mm -mm. No, because if, if you know the teachings and how we have been made, how we are, how we how we are by a devil who has been seeking to deceive the whole world. Uh, and he says that he's uh, he asked the God to respite me until the day that they are raised. We know where this knowledge came from and how we got in this condition. So it's not it's not abnormal that you got to think about this. If we wasn't taught this from birth and, uh, you mm. know, Satan is the God of this world, it, we, we should have to think about it. Yes. So that's normal. So what's something you believe about yourself? Um, I do believe that in gaining my gaining knowledge and understanding about things, I can actually bring about the things that I envision, but there sometimes seems to be a disconnect somewhere. Um, you know, in materializing those things. So, uh, ooh, I, <laughs> I feel like I'm just like on front street, but mm -hmm. I guess I did put myself in that position. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so, so, so you have a problem with, okay, the knowledge is there. It sounds good, but how do I apply it to my life? Yes. So how do I actualize it to benefit myself? Well, it seems like, mm-hmm. Because God is a being with force and power, power being the ability to do something. Work the minister teaches us is uh, force times distance. So what what all when you hear it, how do you strive to apply it? Because it's like being constipated when I eat food and we never go to the bathroom. That's going that my stomach going to be just like how you thinking, man. I shoot. I man, I don't know. Man, it's confusing, man. It's, it's hurting. So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta apply it. So when you hear it, how do you apply it? Okay, God is what is God? Remember, we we read this the other day. God is a being with force and power. How do you apply that? How do you take what's in your mind and bring it into existence? What's your framework? Everything exists twice: once in your head, and then we bring it into reality. That's what kun fire kun is. The minister speaks about in our study, guys, the will of God talking about that process. It's not an abracadabra process. It's about taking uh, the forces, the, the will of yourself, the desire of yourself and others and bring it into existence. How do you do that to show yourself that you got that same power that the minister has? Mm, yes, sir. That's a question. That's a question. Okay. Um, hmm. So... As I said, I'm, I'm an artist and I take a blank canvas and it only happens because of, you know, many hours and years of practice that your, you know, I approach a blank canvas and be able to create very detailed paintings. And it's not just so you have to study every aspect. I guess that's my problem, but you have to study every now, aspect. Hold on. Every that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. You got to study. What did Jabril say about brother Jabril say about God? He, he said, studied? God, God has to study. Yes. 
That's what we're taught. This ain't no spookism now. He's the best right. knower because he studies. Yes. So you may need to write that down. Okay, this is a part of the blueprint of, of God. You're asking how do we apply it? So whatever yeah. you're trying to do in your life, whatever you're trying to execute on, whatever you're trying to show yourself, all right, I got to study it. It's not just, oh, we are gods. Oh, man, the teachers say force and power. Okay, let me go try it. No, now let's go study it. Yes, sir. Okay, keep going. Yes, sir. So, yeah, I was just saying, I guess, um, you know, that may be where I'm having the trouble is studying it and then, you know, trying to actualize it then. And maybe that's where the, the issue comes in is the belief in self mm -hmm. that I can actual actualize it. And all of the other tools and things that come into play in that, you know, because you're trying to, you, you, you're trying to, um, mm, for many years, I guess I, you know, learning these teachings and working to actualize them in some areas, you're stronger. And in some areas, you're not finding that, that in more the tangible areas and, you know, the trial and error after a while kind of said, okay, you're doing something absolutely wrong. You're not figuring it out because you're not materializing what you're seeing, right? Or learning or, uh, or have. And so, yeah. Um, and, and how many yes, times yeah. have you went to go find God to help you? Well, here, yeah, Exactly. So I've went to find God to help me most of the time, except I think I was doing that part where I think you said earlier, which was you, um, you pray to Allah. The, uh, how does this, the Bible says it? Um, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Mm -hmm. um, and there's another part where it talks about working you know, faith without works. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I stumbled. And what was your process of going to find God? What did that look like? Say that again, please. When you said I had most of the time I've been going to find God to help me. What did that look like? It was prayer. It was study. You know, it was listening to the teachings and you understand. And then, yeah, that was the process there. Now, remember what the going to find about God. the supreme beings. How many, how, how often did you go to, when I say go find God, go find a supreme being of what you're struggling with to get help. Not just praying. Praying oh. is a start. Okay, I done prayed, yeah. made my connection with the God, but go find God in another human being outside of yourself to help you. So, yeah, you got the teachings, but you got to, yeah. it's, it's okay, I got the teachings, but you need help with understanding and applying the teaching. So just reading it is not going to help you apply it because you done already read it. What you're trying to do now is read it, but then apply it. So how often have you got amongst one of the supreme beings in that area to say, okay, let me get some help to apply this so that you can help bring out the guy within yourself and you can see it. Yeah, not very often. So I would say, let's try that. Let's study yeah. that. Let's try that. And then on these calls, maybe you can give us an update of how you was able to do that and finally see something that was in your mind coming to fruition with that help. Yes, sir. Okay. Praise yes, sir. I can start there. 
Yes, ma'am. Thank you for being open and, and sharing that this morning. Thank you. Sister, uh, is it Desire or Desiree? Assalamualaikum. It's Desiree. I just wanted to say, oh, man. I was listening to Sister Ava yesterday at work, and that's all I do at work. I'm at a computer, so I'm able to listen to eight or more lectures today over and over again. But I heard Sister Ava say, God is coming. You know it. That's the difference between now and yesterday. You know the truth and what the problem is. Either we fear the impact of the truth on our existence as a comfortable house slave, or there's some disease of the heart. So me, I was looking for a third one. I was looking to be, okay, maybe I'm the third one. But that was it. It was either one or the other. And then the next, the literally the next lecture that popped up, the minister said, because I'm still trying to pick a third one after she already just said those two. The minister said, when you know the will of God, then it is required of us that we do the will of God. And doing, and doing the will of God, we're doing good. And if we do good, it is because we believe in the time. It was only two options there, too. So you either fall on one side or the other. It's I don't know what is holding us back from just doing what we know to do. That's all. So I'm just doing. I'm doing these days. And stop trying to make an excuse about why I'm not doing. That's all. Assalamualaikum. Well, We're going to go to Brother Sammy real quick. I know you probably want to respond to earlier. Uh, not, not particular, but. I wanted to say this real quick. The teachers cause us to wake up, clean up, and stand up. And I think that the wake up part is that we heard the word and we become conscious and aware of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, the teachings, knowledge of God, knowledge of self, knowledge of the devil. Clean up is when we begin to apply them study guides to make our life more morally correct. And then stand up. This is the part where we stand on the shoulders of a, of a great one, right? Uh, to learn how to become proficient in the area to serve our people. We pledge schools, hospitals, factories, and farmland for the benefit of ourselves, our family, our people. And I think that's the part that we're not doing. Um, Kobe Bryant, Minister Farrakhan called Michael jo uh, Jordan the God of basketball. And then he said that a new God comes, right? And then he said that Kobe Bryant was like the next God of basketball, right? Well, Kobe Bryant had Michael Jordan's same training. Tim Groves wrote a book called Winnie. And he said how Kobe Bryant literally breaks his joints down. And so did Michael Jordan. They get up at four o'clock in the morning to condition their body to endure the beating that they take on the NBA court and to condition their body to move in ways that it wouldn't normally move. And so they, he, they literally embraced hell to, in order to build the heaven that they want. So if these great men can submit to a trainer and submit to a, a master, somebody that they paid millions of dollars to condition a body. The book is called Winning and the other book is called Relentless. Tim Groves, he the trainer. You might want to check it out. Got it on audio book. But it's, it's, it's peering into the mind of some very great ones. But we don't, we had that in the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. We had that in the honorable Louis Farrakhan. He was the great trainer. 
you know, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was a great trainer, and Honorable Louis Farrakhan, Master Farrakhan Muhammad. It went under, went under the training. So when you want to do something, a specific science, and I'm going to say one more thing to Sister Zion, you have a reticular activating system. When you see it, when you buy a new car, a Volvo, you're going to see that Volvo everywhere. So sometimes, like with her world, she do art. Sometimes it's not just going to be your drawings. When you really get into it, you're going to find people, places, and things. It's like the recovery space. Uh, when you recover from drugs, they say don't go around people, places, and things. But when you're trying to discover your greatness, you got to go around people, places, and things that help you to expand your knowledge of that. You might be meant to teach art. So you drawing it, and then you teaching it the next thing you know you selling it. You know what I mean? You might become an art instructor, or you might become not only a teacher or an instructor, but you might become teaching somebody how to package their art and how to sell their art, how to put it together. And you don't know, never know what connections that's going to lead you to. Now you find your angel. You know, angels take doorways to heaven, doorways to hell, desires the doorway to heaven, doorway to hell. You find your angel to take you into that arena based upon your dedication in that arena, people, places, and things. That's it. Yes, sir. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, did I miss anybody? Let me see if I missed anybody. Oh, Sister Sh uh, Shireen. You still there? Nope, she's not. Uh, uh, Akil? Assalamu alaikum, brother. Thank you. Alaikum salam, yes. I wanted to bring a little close uh, to home. Uh, I wanted to go back to when you were speaking about the plumber and speaking about um, seeking greatness in other individuals, being as though Allah is a supreme being. Um a being is a living thing that lives and breathes. <clears throat> so we have, we were speaking about rocks, we were speaking about crystals. Um, they are also uh, uh, different forms of, of entities. <clears throat> but a being is something that lives and breathes. So we could talk about a roach, a uh, uh, tiger, a lion, bear. But we speak about men and women being supreme over all beings. So if men and women are supreme over all beings, and when you're looking for Allah, we look for Allah in each other. <clears throat> and that was a lot of things that you was talking about as far as us studying each other and us looking for the supreme being in that particular uh, aspect that we are looking to be great in. So we look for other individuals that is supreme over the knowledge that we basically have. So in speaking in that, <clears throat> when we look for Allah, how do we look for a lot? We look for a lot in the same aspect that we look for individuals who is supreme in that area that we want to be supreme or better in. Then I go to um, the world aspect. As you're looking for a plumber, you call a better, you call someone who knows about plumbing. So when we look at the world, the earth and the, the universe, so we look for a lot who is supreme over this world or over the universe or the different planets and things of that nature. I say that because when we look at minister, the honorable minister Farrakhan, and we look at the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, 
we have to look at the knowledge that they basically brought and the most honorable Elijah Muhammad have, have said on, on different occasions, challenged me on the knowledge that I have brought and no one has challenged him on the knowledge that he have brought to pr prove to him to be wrong from the knowledge that he have brought, uh, talking about the earth, the measurements, the, the planets, the, the, the world. And, um, when they came out with the measurements of, of different waters and things of that nature, they were so close to the number that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad had said that Master Farad Muhammad had taught him. So no one has came with, with, with the knowledge to prove him wrong with anything that he has said. And because of that, when we look for the Supreme Being or we look for Allah and man is the reason why I and I believe a lot of the, the, the followers look at Minister Farrakhan, Elijah Muhammad, and, and Master Farah Muhammad, and Master Farah Muhammad being the one who told Elijah and brought this knowledge to him as being Allah, and Allah appearing in that person of Master Farah Muhammad, because the knowledge is supreme, and he was supreme over all in this time, in the six trillion, six, uh, 76 trillion years. Yes, sir. Thank you for sharing. I want to close out with this statement. As we study, um, study is not just studying just to say I read Mr. the Black Man or studied a chapter. It, it includes studying ourselves. So if it's an area that I'm struggling with, I have to put study in that area. If I'm struggling with manifesting, then I don't just keep reading the same thing over and over again, hoping that I'm going to one day manifest. I got to move my study to studying manifesting, studying application, studying how to make this real in my life. Like how many hours did I put in studying that? And then once I master that, there's going to be another area that I need to put study on. So we just have to look at ourselves, study ourselves first. To see what we have to go study and find that aspect and, you know, go study it. So it's not always, um, you know, how to eat to live. Okay, there's aspects that's not fully explained in how to eat to live. But if we want to get the understanding, go, we go study that particular area that I'm dealing with. Um, and we got to go find someone who is supreme in that area to find it. So that's going to be a constant process that we have to go go through and in closing the gap the minister said if we are humble we can find knowledge coming through any human being that's what i want to close out with so if we continue to walk the earth in humility we can learn from a child we can learn even from a devil if we're mature enough let that sink in we can learn even from a devil if we're mature enough and we can hear our father's voice because at the end of the day we submit to truth no matter who or where it comes from so I would just encourage us to go deeper into what study really means when Brother Jabril talks about God's studies or, you know, he studied us for 42 years before he even came. Think about that. That's part of the teachings, right? He studied us for 42 years before coming. How many of us have studied ourselves before for 42 days? We trying to save ourselves, right, out of certain conditions that we in. Have we spent 42 days, I'm talking about real intentional days, really, in studying ourselves. So don't don't be down on ourselves and don't think that we're lacking. Uh, we just lacking the framework. We got the teachings. We, we got the formula. 
it just we just haven't really it hasn't consciously been on our mind of what framework or what blueprint was really used. Dang, study for 76 trillion years. Okay, made in 16 years. Okay, boom, study for 42 years. Hey, man, why I'm not, why I'm not being successful? Why? Well, you ain't studied yourself for 42 days. Not saying it's going to take 42 years for us to save ourselves, but I'm making a point that it is a process. It's not an abracadabra process. So thank you all for listening and coming on this morning. I see somebody continue to ask about the number. The number is scrolling at the bottom here. Uh, and if y'all don't mind, those of y'all who are in the Telegram, if you're not inside the Telegram, I'm going to put the link in there one more time. If y'all don't mind in the Telegram today, just giving y'all feedback on this morning's call. I think this was a great call, one of our longest calls. So um, uh, go to the group chat today in the Telegram. I just put the link in there if you're not in there already on Zoom. And just share your feedback uh, and, and testimony, whatever you got from this, this group call this morning. I'll see you guys on Monday, God willing. Assalamu alaikum.